Welcome to Any Sporting Question and I'm Graham Bell and following a weekend that has seen managers, coaches and players being removed from their positions of powers, I was worried about my job for a while but the board believe I'm the right man to take this show forward and have given me their full backing. Joining me to discuss all that is sport today is the master of sport with a sly sense of humour, he is a Pompey boy. Master Dan Cleary, how are we? Oh, very well Graham Bell, very well. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Um, Do you like your new theme tune then? Uh, it's not the one I'd have chosen, but I'm prepared to roll with it for your benefit. <laughs> I like this. No one's liking the theme tunes. Anyway, six questions, 45 seconds, and one winner. And there's no better place to start than with England cricket once again. Kevin Peterson came out in the news of the world in defence of his time as England captain, insisting that he is blameless for what has happened. Dan, what did you make of the comments? Big comments this weekend from KP. He had to come out. He had to come out and say something. Um, you know, he, he couldn't stay quiet for too long because he had to make his position clear. Um... I like KP, but I don't think he went about things in the right way, and um, unfortunately it's cost him his job. Well, indeed. I mean, my biggest worry about what KP was saying was that Flintoff and Harmison supported him, and yet you hear from Q Morris that Flintoff and Harmison didn't support him. So Team Harmony at the moment must be an all-time low in this England team, and more worryingly for me is that the ECB were talking about Moores being replaced with KP, rather than talking with Moores about him losing his job. Well, I agree. I mean, like the, the ECB have to shoulder a large degree of this blame, um, Hugh Morris, he, he hired Kevin Peterson, he knew what he'd be like. He hired Peter Moores, he knew what he'd be like. He hasn't managed to make it work, and he's fired them both. You hire, you fire, the buck stops with you. And the ECB and Hugh Morris, have, they've not said a lot, and they've got questions to answer themselves. But Graham, um, obviously, as we've said, two sides to all this. Do you think the ECB now in a difficult position? I think the ECB are always going to be a difficult position because they're everything that's wrong with British sports. Stuffy-shirted men who don't know what they are doing in charge of this team. You look at the players that have gone into the media, Atherton, Boycott, Hussain, Gower, Nicholas. There's all sorts of these men, very intelligent, who could run the ECB from a cricket perspective. Instead, it's a mess and it needs sorting. Um, it's in a difficult situation because those that hold the power will be looking at the shoulder at what's coming next for them rather than what's next for the England cricket team. Well, I agree, Graham. There's clearly no balance at the moment in the ECB between those who are qualified to talk on cricket, cricket only and cricket matters and integrate them with the business and the management side of the institution. It clearly needs people to guide it strategically and financial-wise, but at the end of the day, there's these great cricket minds out there that are just not getting the input that they need and... You know, I think we've got to draw these people away from punditry <laughs> and back into the sport and we can get the best from them. Well, exactly. Well, we've got to look forward now to the West Indies tour and Andrew Strauss has been handed the rein for it. Is he the right man to look after this England team, though? For me, he is. And, and he always was. Um, I'm a massive, massive fan of Kevin Peterson, as you know, but I, I don't think he was the right man at the time. I don't think Freddie Flintoff was the right man before that. And I think when we had an opportunity to go to Strauss after the Pakistan series, he should have definitely got the job. He'd won matches, he'd proven himself, and I thought it was a great introduction for him, and, uh, and we should have backed him earlier on. Exactly. I mean, the, the trouble I have is that there was no natural successor to Vaughan when Marcus Truscovic retired from Manchester cricket. I mean, you look back over the history, when Affers went, Stuart was the right choice, when Stuart went, Hussain came in, and when Hussain went... Vaughan came in and because of that there's no natural successor so Strauss is probably the right man at the moment to hand the captaincy too but it's another snap decision for me why aren't they sitting down with these players and asking who they want in charge of this team rather than who the shirts want in charge well quite I mean it's got, it's got to be a greater balance and uh, I, I, I think you know maybe a curveball would have been Rob Key but well, yeah. I quite, for the one day series I quite agree with you on that I think Rob Key deserves a shot well Billy, let's turn away from cricket and um, there was a massive massive weekend of football action 
And obviously a key point's got to be that rant from Rafa Benitez. Uh, what do you make of it? Um, I, I think this is Rafa's King Kev moment, personally. I, I, we all remember I'd love it if we beat them rant that he came out with. Um, this could work for Liverpool, but it could not as well, and it's going to be embarrassing if it doesn't. The Spaniard is really struggling at the moment, and he's obviously snapped to what his mind games he's been handed by Fergie are. And as a result, Rafa could be in trouble, I fear. I agree here. I think... Um Rafa's Raff uh, he's done the wrong thing because he's fired up Alex Ferguson's side and at the end of the day the results from the weekend speak for themselves Stoke nil, Liverpool nil, Man United 3 Chelsea nil. in a massive massive result and I think the lesson he's learned there is don't fire up Alex Ferguson well yeah and I mean United responded with the best possible thing with a 3-0 thumping of Chelsea it was a thumping the only thing I will say Graham Pohl agreed with what Rafa says he was the best referee in the Prem for years so maybe there is some truth to what Rafa is saying. I guess there's always that that uh, potential for you know for agreement, but it's difficult. I think uh, officials have to be careful on who they support. Indeed. Well, it's no time for ranting now, as it's time to lighten up the show. And following two members of the Conservative Future dressing up as Madeleine McCann and Baby Pia to party, I want to know what sports person would it be inappropriate to to dress up as go when going to a party? Emailing your answers to the new email address of ASQ at graham-bell.co.uk. But Dan. Who would you go dressed up as or wouldn't go dressed up as? Well, I can't say I'd ever go to a party dressed as the sports pundit Graham Bell. <laughs> uh, this is quite obviously the... Uh, no, in all seriousness, um, I don't think I'd be going to a Ann Summers party as Max Mosley too oh, soon. Oh, brilliant. The straps and the leather come out already. Well. Right. <laughs> my, my free for you Mike Tyson at a Reach fundraiser if you don't know what Reach is look it up on the internet Harry Redknapp at a Portsmouth relegation celebration party yeah you can keep Defoe as well <laughs> you can have the two of them there it'd be a perfect um, togetherness anyway for the Ferrari owners out there I wouldn't have Cristiano Ronaldo at my club party I have to say Ooh, what, <laughs> what a good person to go dressed up as maybe a career into the walls as he goes in you never oh, know oh dear oh dear it's terrible it's terrible <laughs> well Graham we've got to get through this last question Andy Murray Made it two out of two at the Qatar Open. Um, do you think this is going to be his year? Is it going to be magic for Murray? Personally, I hope not. Tennis has a lot of money wasted on it every year in terms of funding for very little success. What is it, two players from both genders in the top 100 in the world? That's pretty disgraceful. If it was a business, it'd be going the same way as Woolies right now, yeah. unfortunately. The amount of funding that they get is for the for the results they score, if it was football, if it was cricket, if it was rugby union, serious questions would be asked. Yeah, and, I can agree Andy Murray himself, if he wins, great for the lad. But I hope it doesn't paper over the cracks that is the LTA and its failure to produce more talent with the money they have at their disposal. I agree, and uh, to be honest, on a sheer talent level, he's a great hard-working, he's got a lot of commitment, but I think he needs Rafa to wake up <laughs> on a bad day, wrong side of the bed, you know, argument with the girlfriend style, and uh, <laughs> I think then he might have a chance. But for now, that guy looks like he's going to go on and be one of the greats. And you know, him and Federer are going to be tough to tough to beat in the big competitions. Well, exactly. You've still got those big two there, which just makes it even more challenging for them all. So that's it. Six questions, and it's time for the winner. So it's time to reveal the scores now to you all. Mr Cleary, from me, you have been a tremendous, tremendous combatant today. I'm giving you 17 points. Oh, Graham, that's very flattering. Well, I've given you 16. Oh, no, it's Cleary. It's Cleary who walks away with the oh. points. Captain Pugwash. They'll all be celebrating. He was leading, but until those really awful jokes, <laughs> he, he had to go, I'm afraid. Oh, no, the jokes are going to be my downfall every week now by the look of things. So that's it for another edition of Any Sporting Question. My many thanks go to Dan. Congratulations thanks, on your Graham. victory. Join me again on Friday where Matthew Burrell is back in the chair. So, ladies... Come and have a little tune in. Until then, from me, it's goodbye.